the holy name of Jesus. Amen. When something becomes too familiar, sometimes it loses some of its meaning. It's not that that thing has actually changed, but the way we perceive it changes. Since we're familiar with it, we think that we know everything about it, so we close our mind to it, not ready to learn more, because what is there to learn, since we already know it? Whether you're a child who says, Daddy, I already know that, or an adult who says, that's not what I learned. Familiarity sometimes tempts us to close our minds to something more. And in today's gospel reading, perhaps you heard something that was familiar. John 3.16. It's everywhere. Drive down the highway, it's on a billboard, it's on people's license plates. In fact, watching the basketball games for the next few weekends, I'm sure you're bound to see someone in the audience holding a sign that says, John 3.16. It's a verse that many people learn by heart because it's been labeled uh, the gospel in a nutshell. But John 3.16 is connected to John 3.14 and 15, and also 17 through 21. And John 3.16 in context, I think, will actually challenge our familiarity with it. First, from verses 14 and 15, it shows us that Jesus is the serpent of our salvation. That's a phrase Martin Luther used, not me. But, Jesus as the serpent of salvation probably doesn't sound right in our minds because it's the serpent in the Garden of Eden. However, when Jesus says the Son of Man must be lifted up, that phrase is freighted with the Old Testament reading. The serpents from the Old Testament reading in Numbers. According to Numbers, the solution was a snake or a serpent raised up on a pole because there were serpents on the ground that were the problem. And Jesus using this, that would mean then when a human is lifted up on the pole, Jesus Christ in the crucifixion, that must mean that humans on the ground are the problem. A problem is that we are sinners. So a human being had to be lifted up. And since Christ is divine, his divinity makes that effect last for eternity. He is lifted up on a pole so that we might see him, that we might believe him, and live. Like we're supposed to. Loving one another. Second of all, from John 3.16 itself, For God so loved the world that he gave his Son to the world. That sounds like a really nice image. But I think that's because we see the world in neutral terms. Try this instead. God loved the world by giving his Son into the hands of those who loved darkness, did evil, and killed him. That's not love as we would define love. 
But unconditional love always sounds a little off. I mean, who of us as parents would willingly send our children into the midst of people we knew who would hurt them, abuse them, or even kill them? And then not only that, broadcast, broadcast that to everybody and tell them that's what love is. But that's what John 3.16 says. And then lastly, from verses 17 through 21, those who actually believe in this kind of love will live by it. Those who believe in unconditional love will actually do true things or true works, as the gospel said. Another way of saying it, those who believe in unconditional love will do things that actually matter. God's people will not take Jesus lightly. And God's people will not take life lightly. Conversely, though, in verse 20, another way to translate those who do wicked things, another way to translate that is by translating it like this. Those who do things lightly or insignificantly. Doing wicked things means closing yourself off to what Jesus presents in John 3.16. Doing wicked things actually takes John 3.16 lightly. Love, light, life are all broadcasted, are all billboard in the crucifixion. And considering yourself familiar with love, life, and light, to the point that you think you know what that means, actually closes you off to those things. It's actually to disregard the depth of the crucifixion and what it means for you. And treating those things lightly only leaves you with judgment and darkness. As Jesus says in the Gospel reading, So John 3.16 in context helps us understand that God does not take things lightly. He does not take life lightly, and he doesn't take you lightly. But rather, God shows us sacrificial loving, living by becoming the problem when we are the problem. He shows that he doesn't take Love lightly by showing us what unconditional love is when he sends Jesus to take our spot and he shows us what a real community is. A community of light. By living a life that actually matters. And he does all that for you. See, familiarity in the way of the gospel means that we see the profoundness of John 3.16. See, the more familiar you become with John 3.16, the more profound it becomes by showing you the great length that Jesus goes through in order to live life with you. Familiarity in the way of the gospel 
means that Jesus' work on the cross is so particular that he does it in a way that treats you as the most significant person in all the world. Familiarity in the way of the gospel means receiving more from Jesus in grace and mercy and forgiveness. And familiarity in the way of the gospel means learning more about Jesus, about his love, his life, and his community. See, John 3.16 creates a true world. A world where familiar, familiar means knowing more intensely. Where familiar actually means to treat everything with significance. An example of this is from one sainted member of St. John. Just after the Lord put me here as a pastor, St. John went to every service with the Lord's Supper. Some of us might remember a time when we didn't have the Lord's Supper at every service. But this, this gentleman actually came up to me and said, now that we have the Lord's Supper at every service, it's not going to mean that much, or as much as it once did. Six months from him telling me that, just before a Lenten service, he says, Pastor, and he did have a gruffy voice, Pastor, I didn't think I would appreciate the Lord's Supper that much. But it just keeps getting better. And then he goes like this, Pastor, it's like this. Just keeps going up. See, he understood what, that's what matters most. And thus made his life matter. He understood that is what familiarity is according to the gospel. The more you learn, the more you see, the more you receive, and the more you experience, the better it gets. Because the more of Jesus you have. Yeah, Jesus will be the same. His word will always be the same. John 3.16 will always be the same. And his Lord's Supper will all be, always be the same. But you will not. You will change. And when you change, in fact, you will be less familiar. Because you will be more like Christ. Intensely doing things that matter the most. In love, in life, and in community. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.